Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message. Praise the Lord. How can we forget what He done for us? How can you forget what He done for you? And truly we can't forget what the Lord has done for us, saints. Praise God. God God has done great things in the midst of His people, even in the midst of our lives. Praise the Lord. Whether you get up and testify about it or not, just being in the land of the living. Praise the Lord. That's a great thing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I don't know if my voice is kind of getting hoarse, but nevertheless, we thank God for His goodness this morning. We thank God for the faces that we see today. And let us continue to pray for our loved ones, continue to pray for the saints that in their absence, that God would bless them, that God would heal them. Praise the Lord. Last week we was talking about that God was an on-time God, and truly he is an on-time God. Praise the Lord. He's never late. He's never in a hurry. Praise God. And, he, and what he does, he does it when? In his own time. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You know, saints, if we want to look back at the things that had transpired on 2020, we can truly say that we are blessed. Huh? We are blessed. And not only we can truly say that we are blessed, we can say like David said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where we would be. Huh? If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, he is the one who kept us and brought us through the storm of life. Praise God. Jesus is the one who is our rock and the God of our salvation, isn't he? Praise God. And that's why the psalmist could say, if it had not been. You can say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our what? Side. If it had not been for God's mercy. Huh? That was on our side. Because his mercy endured for what? Forever. If it had not been for God's grace who was on our side. Because his grace is enough and it is sufficient. Huh? Praise the Lord. If it had not been for God's loving kindness. Huh? Praise the Lord. And with his loving kindness, he had what? Drawn us to himself. What a great God we serve today. Praise the Lord. That's why the psalmist could say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been for his goodness, and it's his goodness that what brought us here today. Praise God. Not because we've been good, because the Lord is good. Huh? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is all what God is. Huh? That what matters. Praise God. And we need to just recognize him for who he is. Uh, give him praise for what he is. And what he has done in our lives. Am I right about it? Praise the Lord. Praise God. We saw what happened in 2020. How it devastated the lives of those who are living and even those who have passed on and gone on to be with the Lord. Praise God. Families have been affected in such a way where people lost their jobs. People had to close down their businesses saying, but you still working. So you got something to be thankful for. Huh? You still living. You got something to be thankful for. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I haven't missed a beat on my job working and I'm grateful. Praise the Lord. Our business has increased. But there are others whose business have what? 
decrease even to the point where they have to file bankruptcy. Praise God. But God has blessed you and God has blessed me. Praise God. And so who dare not want to give God praise? Amen. Who dare not want to give God worship? Amen. Who dare not want to give God the glory for what he's done? He's doing great things, saints. And he has done great things, huh? Praise the Lord. Under normal conditions, praise the Lord. We wouldn't be able to come here and do the things that we do. Praise the Lord. But thank God. You know, it, it causes us some inconvenience. You know, but even in the midst of inconvenience, Praise the Lord. We still can see the glory that God is doing. That God can still get the glory out of what is being done. Praise God. And so, saying, it's a blessing to just to be here. It's a blessing just to be here, say. Uh, last night, I had to go down to our warehouse. And there, I didn't know what was going on when I showed up at the warehouse. I saw one vehicle kind of leave away from by the warehouse. But when I got ready to leave, I saw a bunch of vehicles was just parked on the street. I didn't know what was going down. But I said, whatever's going down, let me hurry up and get away from here. Praise the Lord. And, and all of a sudden, I heard gunshot going off. And uh, I had to, I said, I'm going to stick around and watch and see what's happening. And I just got in my car and drove on and made it home. And I told my wife about it. And I said, honey, I said, look, I don't know what was going on down there. But praise God. I didn't stick around to find out, but I prayed and I said, Lord, I thank you. Yeah. Lord, I thank you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Whenever you see a bunch of cars piling up somewhere, parked all on the side of the street, 12 o'clock midnight, yeah. you know something good ain't going down. Something bad is going down. Praise the Lord. I don't know if they were getting ready to protest or what. Praise God. But nevertheless, praise God, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm on living testimony. And thank God to be here. I'm grateful to God just to be here this morning. Praise God. So God is good, saying, And that's why we got to what? Count our blessings. Huh? Somebody said, count your blessings one by one. Huh? So many blessings. See what the Lord has done. Praise God. You will be able to number them all. So many blessings God has bestowed upon you and I. We can't, can't even number them all. Praise God. But just the one that I know, Amen. I'm going to give him praise. Amen. I'm going to give him thanks. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, saints, I just want to encourage you today. Praise God. Let us fight the good fight of faith. How many of y'all know that you're in a good fight? Amen. How many you know you're in a winning battle? Amen. Huh? Praise the Lord. You, 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 we know who to won the war, right? But yet there's many battles. We got what? We must fight. Praise God. Jesus done won the war, right? See, the devil ain't going to give up because he done lost. Huh? Praise the Lord. As long as he, as long as he know that we're still here on his territory, he's going to do all he can to what? To dissuade us and to overthrow our faith. That's why we got to fight the good what? The good fight of faith. It's a matter of faith, saying. It's a matter of trust in the one who, who went before you. And his name is Jesus. Am I right about it? Because we are fighting a spiritual battle. Huh? We are fighting a spiritual battle and we are fighting an enemy that we cannot see. Amen. On both fronts. Y'all hear what I'm saying? There's the virus. You can't see it without having a, a microscope, right? That's an enemy that you can't see. You got the devil, right? He's an enemy that you also can't see. But you can see the works that he's doing. You can see the works that the virus is causing, causing right? Yeah. 
Praise the Lord. So we know that we are, we are surrounded by the enemies. Huh? Praise the Lord. But we know that who can fight them. We know who can't see them. And that's the Lord himself. Am I right? Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6 and 10. Tells us that finally, my brethren, be what? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Huh? See, we don't match for the enemy. Huh? We don't match for the coronavirus. Praise God. But God is. That's why the Bible said be strong in his what? His might. Not in our strength. Huh? But in the strength and the might of the Lord. Praise God. Be strong in the Lord's might. In the power of God. Can do and triumph over all our enemies. Praise the name of God. So when we look at what the scripture is saying to us. Yet that spirit of God. We got to be prepared for the battle. We got to be prepared for the war. Huh? And in, and in the process of being prepared, the Bible told us to do what? Put on the what? Whole armor of who? God. This is the armor that you put on. Not only you put it on, you keep it on. You never take it off. You know, a Roman soldier, he slept with his armor on. He may take off his helmet, but he slept with his armor on. It was too much to put on every day. He, so he had to be ready constantly. And that's what we have to be ready constantly, huh? At a moment's notice, at a moment's instant. Because the enemy can be up upon you, huh? And you ain't got time to be putting on the breastplate, huh? You ain't got time to be girding up your girdle. You ain't got time to be latching your sword onto your side. You ain't got time to look and find out where you left your seal. Huh? Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. You got to sleep with it on. Yeah. Huh? And that's where it is when it comes to spiritual battle. You got to have the blessed fate of righteousness. You got to keep righteousness. Huh? You can't keep doing the right thing. Huh? You still, you got to keep the helmet of what? Salvation. You, still, you got to keep on hoping and believing. Yeah. Huh? Amen. Praise God. So you keep on doing these things. That's how you fight. The good fight of faith. God equipped you and us to fight the good fight of faith with the equipment that he's given us. And am I right about it? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So saying we got to put on the whole arm of God and the scripture tell us the reason why because of the wiles of the devil. Huh? The devil. He's a formidable foe. Huh? He's out to get you. He's out to trap you. He's out to use his schemes and his deception. To lure you away from God. Huh? That's the devil. Praise God. And, and the Bible tells us that we are not what? Ignorant of his what? His devices. You got to know your enemy. You got to know who is your enemy. You got to know his tactics. You got to know how he's coming. Praise the Lord. And when you learn your enemy, a, a good general, he studies his enemy. Huh? Praise the Lord. And that's what you got to do. You got to study the enemy, how he's working, even in the world today, in his evil world system. Because the Bible told us that Satan has an organized system. Huh? The Bible said we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood. Huh? I ain't your enemy. Huh? The preacher ain't your enemy. Your brothers and sisters ain't your enemy. But your enemy is beyond the doors. It's an enemy that you cannot see. Huh? But hey, but that same enemy, praise God, he can get in somebody and they can become an enemy yes. towards you. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. 
So Satan has an organized system of demonic forces that are working. In other words, the Bible calls them principalities in what? Powers. Huh? Where? In high places. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And these, these demons that is in the earth, saints, I tell you, they some kind of demons. They even on the highway. These folk driving like they going, I don't know where they going. The way they driving. I mean, they driving like they, they at Talladega. At the Daytona 500. Huh? Where they be driving. These folk be doing 90 miles an hour. On the expressway. I ain't never seen nothing like it. I mean, weaving and driving, weaving and roving in, 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 in traffic and, and all this stuff that's going on these days. I don't know if they hound marijuana or what. The only way I know they hound the marijuana when they hit the gas, the gas getting gas, open their door, and out comes this odor. I said, it's so strong. I said, what in the world are these folks smoking? I mean, it's a smell to me. I call it skunk juice. That's what it smells like to me. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all ever smell this stuff, but to me, it smells like skunk juice. That stuff's stronger than skunk, skunk juice. I'm t- that's what they call it. For real? Well, I didn't even know it. Call it skunk juice. God have mercy. Wow. You see, saying we got to understand that we're fighting an invisible enemy. We're fighting in the heavenly places. Y'all hear what I'm saying? In the heavenly places, there's a war going on. Huh? There's a war going on. The fallen angels versus God's holy angels, right? And you know what else? In the heavenly places, the church. The church is in the heavenly places. Ephesians, Ephesians what? One and three? Somebody give me Ephesians one and three. What does it say? I just want to encourage us today, saying, let us fight the good fight of faith. That ain't the subject, but our subject is a victorious church. Christ's church is a victorious church. Huh? That's our subject. Christ's church is a victorious church. Huh? What do Ephesians 1 and 3 say? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You hear what the scripture says? So you and I are in Christ. And if we are in Christ, we are blessed with spiritual what? Blessings. Huh? Those that are in Christ are blessed with spiritual blessings. Where? In the heavenly what? Places. Now that sound like the church to you? Huh? The church is within the domain that Christ reigns and rules. Huh? Because the Bible says he is the what? The head of the church. Not only is Jesus the head of the church, he's also the foundation of the church. Huh? Praise the Lord. What do you mean by that? You remember Jesus said in Matthew 16 and 18, you know what he said? He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Huh? Jesus said that, and he said, the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against it. Right? So when we look at the church, it is God's called out assembly. Did y'all come out today? Did y'all come to assemble today? You're the church. God called you out. But the greatest thing he called you out, he called you out of sin and darkness into this what? Marvelous what? Light. 
that we may show forth the praises of him who have called us. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? So the church is a call. That's what the that's what the meaning of the word church means. Called out assembly. Huh? So we're the New Testament church. Am I right about it? Praise the Lord. So the church, Jesus said, in the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against it. All the demons that are in hell are above the earth. Cannot prevail against God's what? Church. It will not be defeated. Huh? Cannot be defeated. It's indestructible. Huh? Why? Because Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build. He's the architect. You know, when an architect put a building together, you know what I'm saying? When he put the building together, he put in place the structure in case there be an earthquake where the building would be still be intact. And don't you know that what God did with his church? Huh? Praise the Lord. He's the architect. Not only he's the architect, but he's the builder. Huh? Not only he's the builder, but he's the owner of it. Right? And not only he's the owner, he's the Lord over it. Huh? We're talking about Jesus. He's the Lord over his church. So we're talking about Christ's victorious what? Church. Huh? So Christ's church is what? Victorious. Why? Why is his church victorious? I'm going to give you two reasons. You know why his church is victorious? The first reason is because Christ's church is victorious because of who he is. Huh? Because of the person of Christ. Of who he is. Huh? I don't told you who he is. He's the architect. He's the author and finisher of our what? Faith. Huh? But what about his work? Second reason is because of his work. Huh? That speaks of, of what Jesus done. He redeemed us. Huh? He brought us salvation. Huh? That's his work. That's what he came to do. Praise the Lord. So those are the two reasons why his church is going to be what? Victorious. Y'all hear what I'm saying? The two reasons. Then when we look at Galatians, give me Galatians 5 and 1. And, and see, Galatians encourages us to, to be steadfast saints. Huh? It's telling us to be steadfast in the Lord. Huh? In the liberty wherewith Christ have what? Make you free. Huh? Be steadfast in the liberty where Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of what? Bondage. Y'all know what that is, don't you? That's sin. God don't want us to go back into sin. Huh? That's what causes us to be in bondage. That's why we got to be what? Steadfast. In the liberty. Now, liberty means freedom. Who set us free? Jesus, didn't he? Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Make you free, set you free, right? Praise the Lord. So it's truth that what set us free. So in other words, being steadfast in the truth means stay where you are. Don't leave the truth. Huh? Stay where you are. Hold the ground that was gained in your life. Y'all hear me? Truth that you've been taught, continue therein. Huh? Hold the ground that was gained. 
Praise the Lord. Stay where you are and where we are. We are in Christ. We're in the truth. If you're in Christ, you're in the truth, huh? He says, steadfast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ have made us what? Free. Be not entangled again with the yoke of what? Bondage. When you look at the nation of Israel, when you look at Israel, God brought them out of where? Egypt, Egyptian bondage, didn't he? They were slaves down in Egypt, making brick without what? Straw. Huh? We were slaves in the world. Huh? Without God. You see? So when you look at Israel, God called them out. Huh? Israel was the Old Testament church, so to speak. They were the called out assembly. God told Moses to go down and tell Pharaoh what? To let my people what? Go, that they may come and do what? Worship me in this mountain. Talk about Mount Sinai, right? So that he was calling them what? Out. He called them out to bring them in. God called you out. Huh? Out of the world to bring you where? Into Christ. Y'all hear me? So you can worship him. Praise the Lord. So they were in slavery for 400 years, huh? God called them out and delivered them out of the Egyptian bondage. And so when we look at Israel being that assembly of the church in the wilderness in the Old Testament time, then you can look at you and me. Huh? That we are the New Testament church whom God has called out of darkness into this marvelous what? Light. And we may show forth his praises. Praise the Lord. So when we look at the Old Testament, the Lord said to his people, you know what the Lord said to his people in the Old Testament? Whether they believed it or not. He said, there is no weapon that is formed shall prosper against you. Amen. Y'all hear that? There is no weapon that is formed shall prosper that is against you. Now listen to those words. The same God that made that promise to Israel, same God said, the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against you. Don't that sound similar? Huh? If there's no weapon that is formed, so the devil and all his weapons and all his cohorts cannot prevail against the what? The church. Y'all see that? Y'all see the connection? Huh? Praise the Lord. So you see, there's no weapon that is formed, the same promise Jesus made to his church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You know why? The gates of hell are not going to prevail against the church. I told you because of the person and work of Christ. Because we have the what? Victory. Y'all kind of slow on that now. Y'all kind of slow to say that. You got to know that you're a winner. Uh Huh? You got to know that you're a winner. Know that you're an overcomer. Huh? Listen, saying, you're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from victory. See, that's a different to be fighting for victory. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That means somebody else got the upper hand. Do the devil got the upper hand on you? The Bible says, greater is he that is in who? In you. Than he that is in the world, right? So the devil is the challenger and Jesus is the champion. Huh? The devil is the challenger, but Christ is the champion. He championed our cause. Well, I told you the work that he did at the cross. Amen. Amen. Huh? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. 
So you're fighting from what? From victory. See, there's a difference to be fighting from victory. What do you mean by that, preacher? That all I got to do is maintain what I already have. I'm the champion. Did not the Bible tell you more than what? Conquerors. Muhammad Ali was the champion, wasn't he? Am I right about it? Praise the Lord. He conquered everybody who got in the ring with him. Didn't he? But you know who was more than a conqueror? His wife. She didn't throw not one punch. Think about what Jesus did for you. He defeated the devil. Huh? He put the devil in his place. The Bible said the Son of God was manifested that he might do what? Destroy the works of the devil. And what was the works of the devil? Sin. Huh? He defeated the devil. And since he defeated the devil, 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 said, Thanks be to God which giveth us the victory. See, we are victorious because Christ is victorious. Huh? Do you believe that today? Huh? Praise the Lord. Thanks be to God which giveth us victory. Not defeat. Huh? But victory. That's why Paul said to the Galatian church, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath what? Made you free. To have freedom and to be, be, to be victorious. Huh? If you're free from sin, then you're victorious. If you're in sin, then you've been defeated. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So that's why Romans 8 and 30 says that we are more than what? Conqueror through him that what? Love us. See, Muhammad Ali's wife was more than a conqueror. You know why she was more than a conqueror? She didn't get in the ring with nobody. Did she? But guess what? Muhammad Ali had to bring that million dollar purse back home to his wife. So she's more than a conqueror. She, she, she's able to enjoy all the benefits that came with being a winner. Y'all see what I'm talking about? You enjoying the blessings and the benefits because Christ was triumphed over the enemy. That's why the Bible here blessed with what? All spiritual gifts in what? Heavenly places. If he had never defeated the devil. Remember I told you the devil was in the heavenly places, right? And the angels in the heavenly places. And he don't want us to be blessed with those gifts that God freely given it to us through Christ. Huh? Amen. See, Jesus has already defeated sin. Right? Amen. And he's already conquered death, right? Jesus not only conquered death and defeated sin, but he's already defeated Satan. And he's already overcome the world. Yeah. If he didn't already overcome the world, then he said, I have overcome the world. He said, be of what? Good cheer. Didn't he tell us not to be of good cheer? Huh? For I have overcome the world. If he overcome the world, that means you're going to what? Overcome the world. Because you've been born of who? Born of God. He that is born of God overcome the world. And that's what scripture said, didn't it? According to 1 John uh, 5 and 1. Praise the Lord. He that is born of God overcome the world. Not only being born of God overcome the world, but your faith. Read that for me. Go, go, go with me to First John. First John. What does it say? First John, first fifth chapter. 
Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Jesus, Christ, Jesus the Christ is born of God. Is born of God and what? And everyone that loveth him, that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. Alright, read on. By this we know that we love the children of God. That's one in five. Oh, I'm sorry, this five and one. Five, yeah. One in five. Yeah. Okay. One in five. Fifth chapter. This then is a message which we have heard of him and declare unto you. That God is like, and in him is no, no that's the wrong scripture. First John, fifth chapter, verse one. Yeah, that's Where's one about overcoming? Maybe it's the third verse. Read it. Oh, let's see. All right, that's what I'm looking for. For whosoever is born of God, that's the one I'm looking for. Overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world. Yeah. You hear that? Uh-huh. Read that again, brother. For whatsoever is born whatsoever of God. Is born of God. Talking about those who say, uh -huh. those who've been born of God. Huh? The new birth experience. And that what it's saying? They have done what? Overcometh the world. They overcome it, the what? The world. Why? Because Jesus overcame. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. And everybody that's born of God, I mean being born from above, will overcome the world. Amen. Because Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. Bible says we are in the world, but not what? Oh. Of the world. All right? Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. So you're fighting from what? From victory. You're fighting from victory, not fighting for victory. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. you, that's what you got to understand in your mind, in your heart, that I'm fighting from victory. All I got to do is maintain what Christ has already given me. Huh? And exercise the gift that Christ has already given me. Amen. That's what you got to do. Amen. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. So Jesus has overcome. So the church is what? Victorious because Christ is triumphant. Yes. Amen. Triumphant. Amen. He's triumphant. Mm -hmm. Huh? Amen. Over all his enemy. In the Bible, think about the last enemy that's going to be destroyed. We know that death still what? Exists. Bible says, apart from me and wants to die, and after death come what? Judgment. But did you not know death has no more power over you after you done died the first time? Huh? See, we, we fear, people fear death, right? But Christ has conquered death to the saint of God. Bible says, pressing inside the Lord is the death of his what? His saint. Did you not know the gift that God gives us? Is eternal life. Huh? Praise the Lord. So the church is what? Victorious. Colossians 2 and 15. He was Colossians 2 and 15. So when Jesus destroyed the enemies that was against us, then the Bible speaks about in Ephesians that he led captivity what? Captive. He led captivity captive. What had us captive? Jesus defeated it. Huh? What held us? Sin, even, the, even death and the grave. Huh? It held us captive. If Jesus hadn't died and rose from the dead, we still would be captive. Huh? Praise the Lord. But Colossians 2 and 15 said, And having four principalities, come out the organized system, of demonic forces and having the principalities and powers 
he made a show of them what? Openly. Huh? Triumphing over them in it. How did Jesus do that? At the cross. When Jesus was hung on the cross, did you not know his death sent a message that there was judgment for sin, judgment over Satan, judgment over the world, and judgment over uh, the evil world system when he went to the cross and died? You read that, brother? So the cross was God's judgment. Huh? Against sin, Satan and death, and the evil world system. Huh? Not only Jesus fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the law which was against you and I. The law of God. Because so he met God's holy demand. Because so he himself was holy. All right? See, I read, I said Ephesians 4 and 8, when he ascended up on high. Scripture said he led captivity what? Yeah. Captive. In other words, what Jesus did, he rendered death powerless. I said, well, preacher, folks are still dying. Folks still dying from COVID and this and that and all that. Yes, the rapture is appointed for me and what? Once to die, then after death comes what? Judgment. Listen, death's not going to face you in judgment. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But people who die in their sins, they still going to die again. That's the difference. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They finalize their eternal death. Those who die in sin. But those who don't die in sin, praise God, death only have power over them what? Once, because of Adam's sin. But because of Christ's righteousness, death has no more power over you. Take you to what? Eternal death. Y'all see that? Jesus stopped the process when you accept him. Because he gives you what? Eternal life. Which is the opposite of what? Eternal death. Huh? So the Bible said when he gave what? Gifts unto who? Men. He led captivity captive, and the scripture said, and he gave gifts unto who? Men. What did he give to us? Eternal life and the forgiveness of our sins to every church, to every believer that is in who? In Christ. Y'all see that? That's what God gave to us. So the gifts of the Lord that he gave to us, these are what? Spiritual gifts. There's other spiritual gifts he gave to us too, right? Huh? The gift of teaching, the gift of knowledge, and all these things. Why do you think he gave us those gifts? To enable us to live and to continue to live a life, a victorious life. Huh? To enable us to continue to live a victorious life. So we got to exercise the gifts that God has given us. Right? God gave you knowledge, use it for his glory. God gave you wisdom, use it for his glory. Huh? Whatever gift God is giving you, you need to use it for his glory. Praise the Lord. In my conclusion, let me say this. Let us remember that the church is victorious. Huh? Why? Because Jesus is his head, and not only he's the head of it, but he's also at the base of it. He's the foundation. Huh? He's the head, and he's the foundation, saying. 
And I remember the songwriter wrote, and he wrote this song. It's one of the hymns. And it says, on Christ the solid rock, I what? Stand. And all other ground is like what? Sinking sand. Huh? Praise the Lord. We thank God for you today. Praise the Lord. We hope that something was said to encourage your heart, saying that the church of God, the church of Christ, is victorious. Huh? We're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from it. Huh? I know the Bible said fight the good fight of what? Faith. And who we put our faith in? The one. That's who we put our faith in. How many of y'all know that the battle don't belong to you? It belongs to who? To the Lord. And he don't want it. He don't want the war. But yet you got to fight some battles because why you got to fight these battles? Because you're still in this flesh. You're still in this body of flesh. Because there's a war going on within you. Huh? And that's the battle that you need to win. Huh? You need to win over you. Huh? Paul said, when I sought to do good, evil was always what? Present. You know it's going to always be present. You're still in this flesh. That's why the Bible tells you. Huh? We wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood. Against powers and principalities. Praise the Lord. Those saints fight the good fight of faith. And be victorious this year. Things that got you down on last year. Amen. I heard somebody say they feel like fighting. feel like hitting somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Fight from victory. And you know, when Jesus fought from victory, didn't he? You know what he did? The Bible said he, not, he, he didn't open his mouth. He didn't retaliate. When they, when they plucked him, and when, they, when they plucked the beard from his face, when they, you know, they did all those things to him. He did not retaliate, did he? He did not bring vengeance on him. He didn't think bad of him. He said, Father, forgive him. Huh? So he was fighting from what? From victory. You see, God's ways are not like ours, isn't it? <laughs> you see, his ways are not like ours. See, praise the Lord. Learn that. And when you learn that, your life going to be a lot sweeter. Huh? We thank God for you. God bless you and God keep you. Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.